Does your vision for business match what you see happening on a daily basis? Welcome to Jim White's Circle of Success, where Jim White brings it all together. For over 30 years, Jim White has worked with organizations and individuals worldwide to help develop and implement excellence. You'll get the inside story on how to create innovative leaders from one corner of your company to the other. Get everyone on your team contributing to the bottom line. Keep building revenue even when the economy and your customers have flatlined. And more. Jim White's Circle of Success Radio covers it all, from communication to contract negotiation, from personal fulfillment to revving up cash flow. It's not about theories. It's about showing you what works and how to make it work for you. And now, here's your host, Jim White. Thank you, David, and welcome to the show, everyone. It is, what is it? It is Tuesday, Monday, and we got a lot of feedback. David, if you're on the, if you're on the controls, just see if we can get this feedback out, okay? Live radio, everybody. Live radio. Live radio. And this is the danger of live radio, so sometimes we get some technology issues, which absolutely drives me nuts. So, once again, I think we got some uh, good stuff going on here. We have a phenomenal show for you today. We have celebrity chef Wendy Brody. Wendy's going to be with us for the entire hour. Wendy has been referred to as the artist, the chef artist. And she brings so much to the table in regards to food. With her and her husband, Bob uh, Bussinger, they were the co-owners of Lincoln uh, Court Restaurant, which is in Carmel for many years. And Wendy is one of the first graduates of the California Culinary Academy in San Francisco. And she's held executive chef positions at uh, many world-class resorts, including the Preserve at uh, Rancho San Carlos and uh, Carmel Valley, California, and at Stone Pine. And Wendy grew up in uh, San Francisco and uh, has a tremendous background. Uh, as a celebrity chef, uh, developing the menus for, uh, representing the California cuisine, which we're just blessed in this particular area that we live in, in the uh, Salinas Valley with all the fresh fruits and vegetables and wines. And she's just a master at uh, creating food and uh, bringing the ambiance with that. So with that, I'm going to welcome Wendy to the show. Let me see if we can get Wendy on the show here. Wendy, good afternoon. Hi, hi Jim. How are you? What a thrill to be with you on this hour. Uh, I'm looking so forward to it. I am, too. We've uh, started off with some technology issues. Go figure, right? Oh, always. Uh, but <laughs> as you Breathe deeply. There, it's gratitude in there someplace. <laughs> and you would know that firsthand for all of the years that you and Bob did your live TV show. So everything was always came off without a hitch, huh? Uh, oh yes, but you know, it, it's really 
great to be able to record and re-edit from time to time, but this doesn't fall into that category at all. <laughs> no, it's, it's live, so there is no do-overs here, and uh, our audience is uh, very forgiving. So, you know, we've been friends for a lot of years, and I've been looking forward to uh, getting you on the show, and uh, you have such an impressive resume. And um, I've been at your beautiful home, Zenwood, on a number of occasions. And what I'd like to do today is to just have a conversation about your approach to food, uh, how you got started, uh, and as maybe we can uh, weave a segment into uh, preparing for the holidays and some things to do because, unfortunately, too many people look at you Miss Wendy, as uh, a chef, but you're more than a chef, and there's nothing wrong with the chef. You bring so many other talents to the table. So we want to talk about those talents today. So just give the audience a little background. What, in, what inspired you? What, what got you going down this path and ended up in the, uh, having food as your medium of art creation? Oh, well, to, to start from the very beginning, it, it has to go back to my parents because I just came from the loveliest stock that were two artists. So they both understood the world from that point of view, whatever that is. But beauty is first and foremost, besides honesty and all the values that you know, you talk about and, you know, we all aspire to. But coming from an artist background, I was a very visual person. And if you ask my mom the question, how did she get started, she'd say she came from a dysfunctional kitchen because my dad uh, worked for CBS Evening News as a traveling artist journalist, and he'd have to be out the door in a moment of minutes and on a plane to who knows where, some exciting story or part of the world. Um, and so um, my mom really never cooked. All she could do is, I, I shouldn't say that completely, but it, it, that was the day of the uh, TV dinners. So my brother and I would clearly pick out our favorite TV dinner, mostly by the dessert in the upper corner first. And then... Um, so that was sort of a, a cute touch. But then growing up, uh, uh, Julia Child came on with the French chef. So my mother and I would sit during my junior high and high school years watching this and cooking for my various uh, high school friends. And I found that I absolutely loved it. I, it just was a passion. I, growing up with two artists, you automatically think that you're going to follow in the art world someplace. So my mediums of choice were fiber art and ceramics. And I found out at an early age 
that that the art was a journey to self-discovery. I really didn't like putting my work out there and having it evaluated by people um, because that was like judging me and my soul. Hmm. Whereas food became a conduit to people. I loved doing it. I could handle people not liking onions or not liking this. It wasn't about me, but it was a wonderful way to connect with life and people. Whereas the art, even though that was from a very young, unsophisticated point of view, now I'd probably be a little more resilient to people not liking this painting or that watercolor. Um, but anyway, the art I keep personal, but it comes out in, as you say, the other parts of the non-cooking aspects, the mm-hmm. table settings, the ambiance, mm-hmm. etc. Do you want me to continue on? <laughs> I tell you what, I, I just, I just want us to paint a picture for our audience because there's not a place that you can turn today that somebody's not talking about food, uh, this food that's good for you, that food is bad for you. Then we have all of the diets. We got uh, $600 million that's spent daily. Can you believe that? And supplements and, uh, uh, and all of these other fads. So when you approach your food. I mean, I, I, I had some of your wonderful food yesterday. And it's healthy. Uh, so why is it such a challenge for people to uh, realize that what you put in the body is pretty important versus... Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. Well, you mentioned it here in California, let alone in this... Uh, Salinas Valley Mecca of just beautiful foods and we've just got incredible produce at our fingertips and the way that so many of the uh, growers and farms are between here and Arizona, you're pretty much able to get things year-round, even though there are many seasonal things if you're growing yourself. So to be able to have fresh produce is just starting with the greatest thing. And as we were talking yesterday, if you believe what you're what you are going to put in your body and consume will do the best for you it can that that that's a, a wonderful little psychological tip to keep in mind when we're snitching that piece of chocolate that. cake not to feel guilty <laughs> but um, anyway um And, of course, there are all the fads, and we all want to be healthy, and there are all these experts telling us what to do and what not to do. 
And, you know, not that we all, you know, want to try the new latest health thing. Of course, we we're aiming for longevity and good energy. So it's hard not to get trapped in that. But I love Julia Child's wonderful um, saying, moderation in moderation. So mm-hmm. if we're all balanced out and and mm-hmm. drink a lot of water um, and try and cleanse our insides out, I I think we're on a pretty good track, as well as a lot of what you teach, stress, you know, eliminating that. And so my approach to food is, of course, visual. I love the colors and textures. But when you um, create a meal you're not just feeding your body it, or, or yourself. It's about creating an experience or a memory for yourself or for others. And that's a very creative and possibly stressful because anything can happen in a chef's world. You can get distracted and your thing can boil over on the stove or burn up in the oven so you try and you know um, have your mental timers as well as some of the (laughs) technological timers around Um, much like live radio right anything can happen exactly exactly (laughs) but Uh, I'm sorry go ahead Wendy well I was going to say back to the art of it is my dad had a wonderful quote from Meister Eckhart that I'm not saying it exactly right, but the premise is each artist is a special person and every person is a special artist. And growing up with that philosophy and trying to you know, sensitive people tend to have a challenged self-esteem. So to keep building and nurturing your self-esteem by the beauty that's around and by with all the books and the experts and the magazines, infuse, I infuse myself in all those things and then hopefully by the time it comes through me and I cook it and deliver it, it becomes my own voice in food. And when I teach classes, a a recipe turns out just to be an outline or a skeleton so that we can each bring our own likes and dislikes and recreate the recipe to fit what we enjoy because there's really no one right way to cook a specific recipe, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> Wendy, we have uh, our chat in play tonight. And uh, if you could see our little studio here, uh, mm-hmm. we got a lot of people that are getting into queues. So, what you're doing is they got a chat box, they can ask questions. 
And uh, we're going to start taking some of those questions and we'll oh, continue sure. to take as many as we can throughout the show, okay? So I wanted to let you know that we have people signing on to ask you some questions. But before we get to that, uh, I want to set this stage before we go to our first break. Okay. And you just said something that I I just found fascinating, and that was color. Uh, playing with food, uh, uh, the variety of color. And I want you to think about that, and that will be maybe you actually take a break and come back and give an answer to this question, and then we'll take some uh, questions from our chat uh, box, from our Twitter world, and all those type of things. Man, isn't it fascinating, this technology today? Um, it is. But how does that color when you're preparing food What's that say to you psychologically? Is that a, does that make you appreciate your food more? Uh, oh. Is that I'm going to use the inter- energy because the world is energy. So why is color so important in your preparation of food, other than just being beautiful and aesthetically? So I'd like for you to think about that. We've got to get a quick break in, and we'll come back from the break, and you'll answer that question. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course. Looking for clarity of purpose? What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course can help you define your goals and vision. Start living your life on purpose. Living on purpose is about joy. Living on purpose is about intention. Living on purpose is about personal transformation and continued growth. What's My Purpose Life Mastery Course 2.0 helps you address finances, relationships, spiritual growth, physical and mental health. You'll reclaim your personal power and get your life on track to attain true success. Learn more at whatsmypurpose.com. Thank you, David. How how appropriate that was. That was, I had no ideas. These things go in rotation. So that was just a great segue to talk about purpose and food in our, our session today. So, ma'am, why is color so important to our food? What's it do for our body? What's it do psychology, from a psychology standpoint? Well, what it does is um, we eat with our eyes, of course, uh, or the majority of us do. And so the colors, whether they're bright and fresh or muddy and shaded, they'll give an immediate expectation of what we think we're going to eat. So um, anyway, it is... um, Sorry, a little a little technological interruption no in we, our we, own end. Going, going with the territory today, not a problem. Not a problem. While we're doing um, that, we still get people signing on. Boy, you're going to be busy for hours answering all these questions. Oh, good. But back to the the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll it sets the stage for what season is it. Is it a lunch? Is it a dinner? Is it a dessert? There are so many elements that color speaks to. Um, For instance, with the fall colors coming up, the 
oranges, the browns, the golds, the greens, the rust, those can all be so naturally and beautifully incorporated into food. And then playing with the clarity of those things also, I mean, it it just opens a whole palette. And like many doors in your wonderful work, you open one door of the golds and you have a whole myriad of possibilities with all ranges from soups to desserts. And anyway, I don't know if that answers your question it completely, does. but <laughs> I get right carried point. away with color. <laughs> Uh, you get carried away. That's what your show is all about today, and that's what people want to hear. Uh, they want to hear it from the expert. Um, when you look at the color, and you said we eat with our eyes, uh, and we all know from a psychology standpoint, color, personality will have a favorite color and that type of thing. But from a metabolical standpoint does it have anything to do as far as uh, where it's food is you get the right combination where it makes you overeat or undereat you see where I'm going with that I'm not even yeah, sure what you, my question you bring is up, yeah you bring up an interesting um, question uh, I think if it's dark brown and chocolate there might be a tendency to overeat <laughs> Yeah. Um, however, you know that that that's something I haven't really thought about in terms of does it force you um, to overeat? It's more to me overeating tends to come from textural things and comfort mm-hmm. foods um, that that often, you know, if they're creamy or um, soft in texture like mashed potatoes or puddings or or pastas or things that w- with cream sauces, that's easy to go down. And those are some of the things that, you know, probably we should have a little less of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know. your creation of food, and Mm -hmm. like I said, been the recipient of many wonderful meals at your beautiful home, and the aesthetics and the table setting and lighting and candles, and so all of those pieces go together to perform or create one element of uh, peace. Uh, You got any tips? to our listeners about, man, I want to create this beautiful meal. I am not an expert in color. Uh, I don't really, really know how to bring the table and how to do the lighting. You got any resources for our listeners that they can go uh, uh, to your website or some, some tips in that area? Uh, absolutely. In fact, um, my husband that you mentioned earlier, Bob uh, Bussinger, uh, ran Ventana and, and has worked in the hospitality front of house um, as well as the back of the house. 
Um, but setting the stage for an experience involves lighting. And uh, with Ventana, he had brought it up to one of the most romantic um, escapes and hideaways in the world uh, during his tenure there. And so all those elements that you mentioned, music, lighting, um, the uh, the plates, the table settings, the flowers, um, or the centerpieces, all contribute to, and, and of course the people serving you or creating the food, all of those elements come together to create a, a wonderful experience, hopefully, that will reduce stress, create health, mm-hmm. and it'll when you can sit and relax and enjoy, you know, putting things into your body rather than rushing and eating on the run, even if it's so-called good for you, how how satisfying is that when you're running out the door and maneuvering in traffic, drinking, slugging down that um, health drink? I, I never arrive at, at my destination at peace and ready to charge into the day. So... Anyway, when you take those things separately, the ability to dim lights or the use of candles, it just creates a beautiful aesthetic um, and begins to calm one down. A place, having a place of serenity, if you can keep one area of your house that is serene so there's always one place to go hopefully work too <laughs> so that you you can kind of clear your mind and regroup um, um, music is, is very important because whether it's usually for a meal you'd want to have an instrumental of some kind so that you're not interrupted by, um, uh, you know, by the words of a song, mm-hmm. which Lyrics. that's not always um, mm-hmm. bad, but for the most part, it, it can be distracting, taking mm-hmm. away from your conversation, unless you're mm-hmm. by yourself, then whatever you like is the right thing. <laughs> um, and creating that experience. We do, we're going we're gonna to take some of the questions here. We've got several okay. in the queue. But before we do that, uh, what's a website that uh, people can go learn more about all the uh, services that you and, you and your husband, Bob, provide? What's a website? Um, it's either uh, wendy at wendybrody.com or wendy at artoffoodtv.com. Or Art of Food TV, and you need the TV as in television.com because otherwise you may go to a caterer in Florida. Yeah, okay. Okay, so com is one of them, right? Yeah. com. Okay. 
All right, just take our first question from the chat, and this is from uh, Julia, and Julia is from New Mexico, and her uh-huh. question is, Wendy, how can I use the nightly food preparation to engage my family? Hmm. Well, a very good question, and one of the things that would be fabulous is if you could get them to participate in making a meal. And um, are there things that they love or might want to learn? Um, For instance, I, I mean, since Southwest cuisine is fabulous, but are there fun things you could do with tortillas and, and cut out stencils and uh, making, well, I mean, guacamole is um, so healthy and the salsas and the corn salsas and the beans, there, there are just so many fun things that maybe have more chopped items as opposed to cooked items that they might have fun preparing or decorating. Um, Pizzas even. There's some wonderful pizza um, doughs that you can make that are healthy with herbs and and, uh, great flours or gluten-free flours. Um, And so many people love pizzas, but you could really come up with some fun variations of um, a a vegetarian pizza or chicken pizza. um, So, you know, maybe collective things where they help create um, a meal. And, you know, I'm always happy to help brainstorm with that because we've done many things with kids like pumpkin pizza pies and where the kids decorate with raisins, healthy things, as well as fun whipped cream and mm-hmm. other things. But uh, Thank you for that. And I'm getting a uh, little chat message here for Julia, great ideas. Uh, did I, we had a conversation yesterday, and who was it? Was it Bob was talking about how we use cooking for math? Is that another? No oh, way. I mean, we had a class. Yeah, yeah you had um, a class, right? Yeah, yeah. We had a class, mm-hmm. and the um, the parents, um, their daughter was in um, grade school, but you know, more like probably fifth or sixth grade, and she just loved baking. So they were doing a lot of baking items with her, and she was learning her um, her math through all the fractions and the uh, you know all the different elements of numbers, like a fourth of a cup or a percentage of this and a percentage of that, and tablespoons. So it was a wonderful vehicle for the daughter to learn math. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and, and that actually uh, can segue into some of the services that you and uh, Bob 
offer at, at Zenwood. You do a lot of cooking classes, team building through food, uh, and, and did you say that was one of the classes that you did with this example that you just gave? Yeah, so we had a lot of uh, different types of classes, and what's fun about the requests that we get for classes, because we have, we let people put their own group together, and that way we can design the class just for them, not that we won't if they ask us to come up with something. But that way they get a chance to be very proactive in the class and Mm. so do the participants. So it works very well there. And whether or not it's corporations for team building or different Mm. boards or individuals or birthday (laughs) groups or wedding showers or you name it. We we enjoy doing it or cooking with your children or guys cooking classes. Um, we have a lot of fun and we, it's not just the cooking. We, we set a table. We talk about how flower arrangements or centerpieces, which don't always have to be flowers. There can be a lot of other creative eye-catching things and what and what not to do with them. And, of course, fresh flowers are a very healthy thing to use. It's not that you can't use, you know, dried flowers right. or or whatever, but there is a tangible, nowadays they can scientifically track, you know, the have for what fresh plants do in an environment and flowers, yeah. all those good things. And actually what it's doing to blood pressure and the heart rate yes, and yes. Uh, breathing and all of those things. And, exactly. and that's what I find fascinating, Wendy, about what you do taking the food, uh, the knowledge that you have for, as you say, vegetation, the knowledge you have with lighting, uh, the knowledge with color, uh, it, it, bringing it all together for one thing, to create a, an experience and what I refer to as love because everybody is looking for love, whether they like to use that word or not, looking for a positive experience, and by bringing all of these uh, these venues together, uh, the right healthy food and the combination and, and uh, getting your family involved with the preparation, not only as a tool for his math and learning, but also for health. Uh, how many kids do we have leaving home today that's going to college and the only thing they know to do is 7-Eleven. Yes, yes. Um, so many of the schools now are creating um, through Alice Waters and various mm-hmm. other people, the Roots and, well, mm-hmm. Roots and Shoots is uh, another mm-hmm. marvelous woman, but the growing of um, organic foods in the school yards um, has sprung up all over the place, even in cities on rooftops. Uh, the restaurants are even doing it. So Yeah, it, I, 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 I love that. Yeah, I love that. I, 
Just take another question, if we, if we may. Sure. This is from Ann from Toronto. And Ann's question is this. How do I encourage my five-year-old? Man, Ann, are you sure you won't ask this question? But I just, I'm just reading it, right? My five-year-old uh, to engage in eating stuff other than junk. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to take a portion of that, and I'm oh, going to respond okay. this way, because I, I can be the okay. guy, bad guy here and stop buying the junk for the five-year-old. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> <your first. laughs> so, and I'm sending a smiley face to Ann in Toronto. I don't want her mad at me, but that would oh, be the no. first thing. To do. So what, uh, what would you suggest for Ann, uh, for her five-year-old, uh, well, I don't know. I just know. asked the questions, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, no, they, no, this is a great question. It really is. And, and um, I don't know whether her, uh, the school or kindergarten or whether she can go and take her uh, child as a fun outing to a nursery mm-hmm. and showing um what some of the edible herbs are and having the child sniff that and maybe the dear nursery person would let them taste what a a little chive tastes like or a little thyme leaf. And also the fish market, um, which is a really good idea. I know John Pisto from our area used to do on the – um, the uh, restaurant wharf, he would have a class for kids where they could see how, what the different fish look like and a fresh fish doesn't smell and how good it is and, and to let the kids kind of play and see where these fish come from and then they're given a little taste and and often if a parent is kind of forcing someone, there's a natural resistance. I I want to grow up faster. I want to say no. (laughs) But when you take and show them around and maybe, you know, if they're good out in public, take them to a a restaurant that daytime that uh, they might be able to try a little sampling of some things and we sort of tried with our grandkids because they were the tough ones they were unfortunately raised with a a working mom that craft mac and cheese was Mm -hmm. a staple nothing wrong with that but they weren't adventurous at all and so we said just taste. You don't have to eat it. Just put your finger in and taste it. And so far, you know, they're expanding their horizons. <laughs> I, I like that. And uh, you believe it? We got 19 minutes left in the hour here. It just absolutely flies. So let go? me run through some. I know. I know. We're having too much fun. Um, Take another question from Elizabeth, and Elizabeth is in Portland, Oregon. And Elizabeth's question is this. Holiday season's a bonus. What tips do you have to create an environment without breaking the bank? 
Oh, gosh. Mm. Well, that sort yeah, of is my, my, well, no, not really, because yeah. with so many of, like, um, Trader Joe's and Pier mm. Ones and uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Target, and uh, there's so many places out there that really stock beautiful and affordable merchandise, um, but you know, when you don't have your access to your own things, you know, simple things like um, maybe just getting a a rust-colored napkin or a green napkin, and you can you can bring kind of the holiday spirits with different colored napkins in without much cost and. Using the produce as centerpieces, for instance, with the incredible variety of pumpkins and gourds these days, and they last a long time. So it's not like you buy some flowers that last you a a week, but these um, foods can just be beautiful and for instance a a clear salad bowl on the table and the little pumpkins used as candle holders or apples as candle holders Um, the leaves the fall leaves turning make a beautiful spread on the table Um, love it love it Love it, love it. And we're getting a lot of smiley faces on that response, Wendy. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Um, still, but, yeah go, go ahead, ahead, Wendy, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I just had <laughs> so many more. I mean, pumpkins I know, these days are painted, they're st- stenciled, they're cut. People are, <laughs> like for Halloween, are yeah. writing, making each pumpkin a different mm-hmm. letter so it'll spell out boo scary or mm. whatever and black napkins again just if you put them in a triangle and roll them up and then you pinch the center together it looks just like a bat so you can i mean i gosh you're getting on and on and on. out of the universe here i just wish this was a <laughs> visual medium <laughs> yeah uh, well that's the reason uh, one of your company, Art of Food, I, I love that. And that's the picture that I want people to see from my uh, friend, uh, Wendy Brody. It is the art. And her food's just one medium. Uh, the table decorations, the lighting, the music, the uh, photography, uh, all of these things. And for one purpose, to create a loving experience for everyone that sits down to the table to share a meal. Um, and uh, I don't think it gets any better than that. Oh, thanks. Let's take another question. Sure. Let's take another question. Uh, this is from Judith. Judith, and Judith is from Connecticut. Wow. Yeah, welcome uh, from Connecticut. And she's just commenting on your suggestions about the fall colors. And mm-hmm. 
and, and I guess New England it would be a perfect way to do that. Oh, so she's just I'm envious. Right. She's just acknowledging the, how you can use nature to strap your back door to create a uh, great environment. So, uh, Judith, thank you for that comment. Uh, I take another question from Mary. Mary is from Dallas. And I know that you guys do a lot of uh, uh, work for wonderful people from Texas. Mary says, how do I create a menu and have it so my family can just uh, have pre prepared food? And uh, that kind of reminds of the conversation we were having yesterday. Uh, about I, I I'm not sure where the question is going, other than the fact that she'd like to prepare stuff that would be that would be in the maybe the fridge or something, so they can go to and uh, for a week at a time. Um, I'm not sure what that question is. What do you make of that, Wendy? Well, um, gosh, uh, a couple of ways. Yes, it, it it's great for your family if you can have a few things that last for a couple of days already um, set to go. Um, But another wonderful gadget, of course, it's a little costly, but is the sous vide method of cooking because it's basically like the old days, seal a meal, that you can create your own menus, slow cook it, have them all pre-prepared, and then pull them out. And they're cooked in a very low-temperature water bath, and it's called a sous vide machine, S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E, well, close V. I'll have to get it out and look at it later, but um, it's so. If you're asking if you can pre-prepare dishes mm-hmm. and, and just pull them out, that's one way. But also making wonderful soups um, ahead of time and then freezing them in small quantities, and then you could add to like a pureed vegetable base. You can throw in some chicken or some other uh, chopped vegetables and change that base up pretty quickly for a quick meal. Mm -hmm. Having fruits and vegetables that maybe are just in a light vinaigrette, more vinegar than oil, Mm -hmm. you know, might be something easy for people to snack on. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. When do we have many questions in the queue, and we always save these questions uh, to address at a later date if we don't get to everyone. We've got 11 minutes and 18 seconds left in the show today, and I want to do this, and we're going to forego the commercial, David, uh, talking to a lot of, uh, we're going to forego the next commercial, because I have been thinking about this ever since yesterday at our lunch. And this goes back to one of your comments and uh, some work that we've done together and the things that absolutely you value. Honesty, trust, integrity, 
and quality as values. I've been thinking about those words and being able to tie those words into foods. That making sense where I'm going with that? Wouldn't it be able to say, this dish, dish represents honesty, and here's the ingredients? You know my wild <laughs> That would mind, be so, fun, uh, wouldn't I'm sorry? Jim, you're giving... You're giving me a great idea for one of our things. We, we'll name uh-huh. every course, and uh-huh. of course, I'll have to brainstorm to see what we did. But yeah, um, for instance, the gazpacho that we had the other day—that uh-huh. probably could be honesty because you see every chopped ingredient there, and so there's nothing left hidden. I I love it, and actually I've been thinking about that uh, for days to be able to uh, take these values that we hold dearly and associate them with different dishes and to explain how the dishes are prepared, and wouldn't this be a beautiful experience to uh, create from your family and to be able to create values and reinforce those through the creation of food. Oh, it, it absolutely would. Now, you're, you're sending my brain into a new direction, <laughs> not, not that all of those wonderful adjectives that I try so hard to live by and incorporate every moment, but to uh, line it up with a, a food preparation or a visual would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Jim for I'm your for your graduation galas. We got a whole different <laughs> project to put together now, Wendy. Oh gosh, yes, there's <laughs> and, and of course no stress or pressure with that no, one. Just walk in the park. Walk in the park. Oh, I no. you're getting a lot of thumbs up on this idea, Wendy. Oh, and that's a fabulous idea. I love it. I love it. Yeah, this whole list of integrity associated with the food and the dishes and to be able to explain the dishes and to have your family to prepare a dish and to explain what was behind it when you did the preparation of the dish. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's just great. That's great. Okay, I, wanna, I want everybody in the world to know yeah, and I own this idea. So anything that you do, you got to send us money for the rest of your life. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Or, um, or add to our great ideas our our um, our multi course, our multi valued menu. Um, we'll yeah. have to come up with great. Yeah, just think. Yeah, just think about creating a menu with these values associated with the dish on the menu. Absolutely, yes. God, I love that. I do. I love that idea. Love Me that. too. I have my what? I have my what's my purpose uh, table of contents right in front of me here. I'll right. I'll get started the moment we hang up. <laughs> and, and create is the first word I I see in the contents here. Create. create values. What do we value? What's important to us? What do we cherish? 
what's a skill, all of those things. Passion, there is passion fruit. We'll have to incorporate passion fruit somewhere in the... um, Passion, absolutely, passion fruit. And I use, uh, in in the course in the book, I, I use a flame, a fire, what fire does to set and just look at the flicker of a flame for hours and hours and hours and how it transports you. Okay, so that has to be the bell pepper purees and maybe a little heat with some of the chilies. Um, Yeah. Okay, okay, so we've got some fire words here for food, okay. See, folks, you're here to hear first. We're creating live, a whole different process. Now, this is almost not, it's, it's what, like comedy not club. The, not the way Wendy <laughs> creates it. So, just food for thought. Uh, oh, Wendy, good tell one, us a little Jim. bit about Zenwood. We got five minutes, and we need to do this again before too long because an hour is just flying by here. What I would like to your, our, our listeners to know, Zenwood, and just kind of do a rundown of what you guys offer to the public. At Zenwood. Well, um, we created our home to, it's sort of like one big room with a living room, dining room, open kitchen area that we have open windows all around. So nature is part of the experience. We wanted an indoor-outdoor feeling. Um, with the name Zen, even though we have multicultural things all in the home, we want people to come in and they kind of let the air out of their sails and relax and enjoy and look at different ways to prepare food and so that they can incorporate their own style with the things that we offer um, in our classes or in um, a cooking demonstration and putting a a meal together uh, for pleasure or work in any fashion. We're here and we love different ideas and suggestions because we all grow and learn from them. Mm-hmm. I want to take this opportunity to share with all of our listeners, and we we have a huge following uh, internationally as well. But we are doing our What's My Purpose uh, 3.0 launch at Zenwood on October the 5th. And that whole experience, as you described, your home and the windows and the nature and the view and we're doing that and I was just thinking as we were uh, going uh, to the show thinking about how to tie the the words to the food to the food and how the food nurtures the body through these different value words if you if you will so that may be something that we could think about and everybody's invited so if you are interested and uh, experience in Zenwood, uh, you can go to windybrody.com. But if you're if you're interested in the party that we're going to uh, create on October the fifth from one to four, uh, you can uh, 
go to the website, whatsmypurpose.com, and you can uh, register and learn more about it. We're going to have that up and running tomorrow. So I'm just going to share that with the world as well. So we have two minutes left. Any any parting comments, uh, Wendy, that you'd like to share? And like I said, we will preserve these questions, and we'll make sure that we'll do a follow-up show here uh, later on around the end of October, and we can talk about more holiday themes. How's that? Oh, that, that's wonderful. But um, to all your listeners, not only um, have I valued uh, the friendship, but the friendship has been so special because of the work that you do and the fact that we um, have been able to sample the work firsthand <laughs> has just so enriched our lives, Jim. It, it, it's just made me far more passionate and less fearful about and, and, and it, just enjoying the journey. Um, it, it's so easy to say that, but you make it a reality. So thank you so very much. Uh, how sweet. I, I, I love it. And that's the reason I get up every day is to continue to do this. So I absolutely love it. Website. One more time, please, Wendy. The different websites so people can go learn okay. more about this uh, wonderful Wendy Brody that we've had a pleasure sharing the last 55 minutes with. Artoffoodtvasintelevision.com or wendybrody.com. I think we'll get you there either way. Yeah, wendybrody.com or artoffood.com. Uh, we artoffoodtv. Yeah, okay, web TV. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we'll make sure that that is very clear on our real play. I also want to share with the audience, uh, as always, we uh, we have replays. Uh, this segment will be up on iTunes. You can get it off iTunes. We encourage you to download it. Uh, if you have any future show ideas for would you like Wendy to address, uh, we would love to take it under consideration. And, uh, Wendy, I'm going to say thank you so much. Hugs to you and Bob, and uh, we will do this again soon. Thanks, and thanks to all the callers and the questions. I really loved that. Thank you, and have a good evening. Thank you. (laughs) Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Jim White's Circle of Success Radio. Please visit our website, jlwhiteinternational.com Join us next time as Jim White brings it all together on Jim White's Circle of Success Radio.